Yeah. I wanna be a billionaire. Uh, I ain't getting no sleep nah. till I see a milli every week. Yeah. I wanna be a billionaire. Uh, I ain't getting no sleep nah. till I see a billy every week. Go. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, I got a very, very, very special guest on my show, ladies and gentlemen. You in for a treat, so take some notes. I knew this man for a hot minute. I want to say 10, 15 years. I don't even know. Plus, lit out there. I watched this man grinding the music scene, doing his thing, doing his thing, seeing him running with... Um, the Justice League, you know what I'm saying? He got a track out right now called Up That with the homie Fetty Wap. Shout out to the RGF, my boy Nick the Grid. I see you, ladies and gentlemen. Prime, what's good, King? Uh, my guy, I appreciate you having me, bro. It's been, you know, it's long overdue. It's long overdue. Uh, and long overdue ain't the word, man. I'm glad to see you doing good, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching you again and doing your thing, man. And it's just like... I love to see the progress, but more importantly, I love to see the consistency. You know what I'm saying? Because this game that we're in, bro, it's like, it's not made for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Some people think if they don't pop the first year, it's a wrap and they don't understand, like, this is a lifetime commitment. You know what I'm saying? What we dedicate our lives to and what we try to achieve to, to uh, fulfill our dreams and also take care of our families and leave a legacy behind and shit. You know what I mean? So. You know, I, I commend you on your journey and your grind, and I'm watching you grow, which is amazing, bro. So I kind of wanted to, before we even get into all the, the, the you know, the positive stuff and all the, the teachings we're going to give the people, the jewels we're going to drop, I want to ask you one question, dog. How proud of you are of Tampa Bay for winning the Super Bowl? Man, coming from, you know, a long time, long time, Tampa Bay. You know, I've been here for a minute and watching them come so far, bro, from Sean King to Trent Dilford to, you know. Ah, come back, come back, come back. We need you. <laughs> Yo. Come back. Hold on. Come back. <laughs> Hold on. It's all good. We lit. Don't worry. I'm going to hold it down for you. So, yeah, we having some technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. But as you can see, we live in full effect. My man Prime's been doing this thing. There we like go. There we go. We back. We back. We back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all nah, good. But man, watch about 813 Tampa Bay Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Watching Tampa come, bro. The, yo, the city was lit, first of all. city's been lit since Brady won. You seen the videos with Brady? Yeah, yeah, he was crazy. I thought he was at Shepherd's the way he was drunk. Yeah, for real. He handled it well though. But nah, man, you know, I'm actually a uh, I'm actually a diehard Raiders fan. But mm. coming from Tampa, bro, coming from Tampa, I'm super proud of the city. You know what I mean? I love the city. I love Tampa. And they deserve it. Brady, you know, Brady took him to the bowl this year, bro. They handled that. So, right. Yeah, there's no. There's no super facts, man. Like, do you think that you know, this is the turning point for Tampa where it's going to be more recognized as a, you know, quote unquote major city. Because even when, you know, because I told you I used to live in the Bronx and then I went to Jersey, then I came to Tampa. And every time I talk to my boys back home, I tell them I'm in Florida and they'd be like, oh, you're in Miami, right? That's all they think about. So you think yeah, now yeah. this happening is the turning point for Tampa to be more recognized? Man, honestly, Tampa's really on the rise right now. There's a lot of new construction going. The city's being built up. A lot of people are moving. A lot of companies are moving here. There's a lot of dope artists on the rise right now. You know what I mean? You got L.A. the Goat. You got Rod Wave. You got a lot of cats in the city doing the thing. Young Dread, Richie West. So I think Tampa is is really is almost there, man. And um, 
to be compared to a mini Miami, I think due time, it's in a slow progress, but I think we're almost there for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm starting to see a lot of attraction in the city. And after this Super Bowl win, I think, you know, more people are going to stop sliding, start sliding through Tampa, you know what I'm saying? Especially they know that some of the celebrities live there as well. You know what I'm saying? Some artists, you know, they got some studios out there. Shout out to uh, James with Executive Sounds. You know, he's getting a lot of money coming through. So I think, you know, with with little things in places, in place like that within Tampa that uh, uh, cause people to come there, you know, that number will grow eventually. No, 100%. 100%. Yeah, we're on the rise right now for sure. You know, Tampa's doing its thing right now. Facts, man. So that's what's up, man. So I want to... I want to get into your growth and your grind. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, when I first met you, you was already linked with the Justice League. Shout out to my man, Rook. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know how that, you know, before we even get into that, you know, it was rapping like the first thing you wanted to do with your life. Was it like the dream from the beginning? It was. Before that. Man, it, I don't know. Just ever since I was a little kid, I've been, I was just obsessed with just music and just all genres. You know what I mean? Growing up, I got, I had three siblings around me and they're all, you know, two sisters and my brother. So it was all different types of genres. My mom's listening to country. My brother's listening to uh, rap, bone thugs. My sister's mm-hmm. listening to pop. So I got like the best of all the worlds, man. And I just love music in general. I made my first mixtape when I was 11 years old nice. on a karaoke machine. Yeah. On a karaoke machine and uh, an electric drum machine, bro. And uh, was your yeah, name still Prime back then? Actually, it was not. I was uh, I don't even remember what it was called when I was eleven. Coleon actually from the Justice League. He gave me my rap name when I was like twelve. Oh, okay. So oh, you knew yeah. him for a minute, minute. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. So actually, after I made uh, after I made my little mixtape, you know, I grew up. I grew up. You know, I grew up real poor, bro. So. I had to really get what's mine. I had to work for it. So I, t- you know, I took with a little lawnmower and I'm going around house to house trying to make some money and stuff. And I knocked on this door and I got on the subject. This guy's like, yeah, I got a studio. And, um, at this time, you know, I'm 11 years old. I'm like, man, I just made a mixtape right now. Let me go get it. <laughs> so I, I, I left my lawnmower. I hauled home, man. I grabbed my little mixtape, my rent back and he listened to it. And he's like, Hey, I want to talk to your parents, stuff like that. So I went up, started going to a studio and at a studio, there was a dude named Coleon there. Mm-hmm. And he at this time, Coleon was an artist and he and he was in the studio and he was also producing. And um, I don't know. He just took me under his wing and took a liking to me, man. I guess he's seen the passion and the drive, you know. And um, I started skipping school every single day, going to going to the studio, riding my bike, man, like five miles, man. I'm 11 years old, bro. And I would yeah. just go to the studio just to sit there, man, just to be a little bug on the wall, just to learn. And uh, me and Coleon clicked up and he's like, one day he's like, what do they call you? And I was like, I don't I don't know, man. He's like, I like Prime, bro. Prime's dope. And ever since then, it's just been prime. You know what I mean? And I uh I was 13. I went away for a little while because I was, you know, I was crazy. I was I had no guidance, man. And I was wild. And then when I got out, I got out. I went away when I was 13. And I got out right before my 15th birthday. And uh Coleon was in town. And he was like, Yeah, I'm working on an artist. And uh he's like, I got this dude named Two Pistols. He's got a song out called She Got It. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like 15 at the time, you know, and I'm like, all right, so I'm in the, st- we're in the studio and like, I'm in the car and he's playing me these records. He's like, yeah, I just did the song with Ross. He's called, it's called Maybach Music. So mm-hmm. I'm on the, we're in the studio, we're on the way to the studio and all of a sudden I'm listening. And at this time I have no idea like how deep he's killing, you know what I mean? I'm fresh out. So he's playing me these records. I'm like, damn. And all of a sudden Jay-Z comes on. I'm like, What? <laughs> Yo, I was the uh, that was crazy. That was the first time I heard Maybach music, and um, I ended up going up to Atlanta. I ended up going up to Atlanta. I made this record called "Let It Go" mm. with uh, Tom G, 
Okay. And I came down here and I started getting, I started pushing it. It started circulating. Um, it was my first record I got on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I remember Orlando, Orlando from Wild 94.1. He ended up calling up Rook. And he was like, Rook, man, you got this little artist out here with this song. Da, da, da. He's like, it's really dope. And I got it popping. And um, that's when they offered me an artist deal. And, um, okay. you know, I, so I worked with them for, for a long time, bro. Those are my bros still to this day. So, so, so you're 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 basically signed to Justice League's label. They have a record label, and they signed you as an artist. How does that work? No, um, actually, I just recently left the Justice League. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I just recently left. They're still my bros. Like, um, me and Colin was just working. We're still working every day. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just I'm just more focused on trying to push, like, just trying to get myself to where it needs to be right now. You know what I mean? And um, like as a like as an individual, or as an artist. As as a, as both as an artist, you know what I mean. Like I love, you know, the leagues are my brothers. I'm still, still talk every day, still to this day. Nothing gonna change. It was no bad blood. It was just I kind of want to move at a different pace, and um, you know what I mean. And so that's all it was. And you know, Coley was like, "Yo, do your thing. I love it." And I was, you know, but you just, we're still cutting. We're still working. Still chopping up records. Yeah. That's what's up. So still, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then we just recently, uh, we just dropped a single recently with Honorable C Note. Mm. And okay. uh, yeah, but that's lit, bro. Well, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you gotta. You, how can I say? You know, you gotta kind of spread your wings a little bit. You know, so you can fly. Got you know? to. Got to. You know, they molded me to the artist. Yeah, you obviously see a different vision for what you got going on. So hey, you know, obviously you have your best interests at heart. So I'm sure it was the best decision you felt you could make at the time. You know what I'm fact, saying? Fact. But that's what's yeah. up, man. So so now. Tell me about the Fetty Wap situation. Like, how did that whole, you know, uh, feature come about? You know, just through mutual friends in the streets. And then I, I linked up with one of his uh, producers. Mm. You know, shout out my homeboy Ivan, man. And uh, shout out Fame. Mm. Fetty Wap's one of Fetty Wap's producers. And um, it's been in the talks. They've been talking about it, linking up. And I finally flew out to Jersey. Mm. And uh, me and Wap linked up, man. And man, you went to yeah, I was, I was, I man, I was swinging in Patterson. They, hey, they fuck with me heavy out in Patterson, bro. You know, I used to oh, live that, out there, right? I went to high school out there. Oh, word. That's how I know. That's how I know Nick the Grid and all that. We went to high school and all of that. Okay, yo, do you know Fame? You know, uh, the big, the big fat dude, Fame? Nah, nah, oh, he's, he's talking about the light skinned dude with the braids with the tats on his face and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know him. I don't know him personally. When I was out there, you know, he was kind of young. I'm a little bit older, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, even Fetty yeah. Wap, I didn't meet him until he popped off, and I found out Nick the Grit was uh, managing him. Because before okay. Fetty came about, I was with RGF in the beginning when it was Nick the Grit, 2Gs, Hard Luck, me, Champelli, you know what I'm saying? Puns oh, wow. and 12 Like, I was with them yeah. running around when they created real good fellas. And then yeah, I left Jersey, and then... That's when Fetty Wap came about and then, you know, popped off in the city and shit like that. You know what I mean? That is dope, out, bro. Older than them cats, so, yeah, okay. I mean, so that's, that's such a small world. It's a small world, G. So tell me about your experience in Jersey. I know that's that's the wild, wild west right there. Man, it's crazy, but I was with some good people, so I was super good. You know, they were showing me hella love out there, bro, hella love. Patterson is, yo, it's a dope spot, man. I was riding around with fame. We went to the studios, went to a couple studios and stuff like that. And uh, went to a couple of bodegas and stuff. You know, I went to the barbershop down there and got got cut up. So it was lit, man. You know, I got the whole experience in Patterson. It was tight. It was tight. We was out there for a few days. So 
So the song is called Up Down, you know what I'm saying? It sounds like it's for the ladies. I know the ladies is loving yes. it. You know, what's the yes. what's the plan for the record, though? You got a major artist on the feature. You got a major yes. producer on the feature. So now that you got all this ammunition, right, what's next? Like, how you plan to pop this shit off? You know what I'm saying? So so we did a pre-release with our lyric video on YouTube just to get it out there with the DJs. We're actually getting ready to re release it on iTunes and Spotify with the video as well. And once we do that, we're really going to go hard with the marketing and everything like that. Um, you know, just Google ads, the whole iTunes, just really go in, get the video out there, you know, and just really put a budget behind it and push it. Um, you know, I was blessed to be able to link up with Honorable C note to get this record to where I wanted it. Cause I had the sound I was looking for. And, um, I reached out to Cino, man, that's my guy. You know, we did a couple records. He did my biggest record, was Flex. And uh, so, you know, so we just linked up and uh, he sent me a big batch. And out of all the beats, there was a few of them, but this one really stood out. Mm. And um, I, I was in Patterson, I was playing it for Fetty. And uh, man, he just he just went in. He was he fucked with the record heavy, heavy, heavy. And um, all at this point, I just had like the hook and a few bars. And I remember we're in the studio when I was rapping. And I didn't want to play him the bars I was rapping because I didn't know if I wanted to keep them yet. I was just cutting before he got to the studio. And uh, the engineer played the hook and he's like, all right. So at the end, Fetty did his, he recorded like, he recorded way more than what I even expected him to do. He gave me like a pre-hook, a bridge, a verse. He's like, he went in. He's like, I fuck with this. He's like, just take this and go in. And um, right at the end though, so he played it. But right at the end, my, my verse started rapping. And he goes, hold on, hold on, what is that? What is that? I was like, oh, that's the verse I was working. I goes, no, play that back, play that back. And I played it for him. He goes, yo, that's crazy. He's like, you got to keep this. I was like, yeah? I didn't know if I wanted to keep it or not. You know, I didn't know how I wanted to approach the record verse-wise. Um, right. But, man, it ended up, you know, right, that moment right there is what created the whole algorithm for the video and the whole structure for the song, actually. I'm sorry. Um, cause you know, it's, you know, it's not, it's not a basic song structure. It's not like a hook verse hook. You know what I mean? We kind of went in and did a hook and he did his verse and I came in with a verse and we came back in with a hook and then we did a duet thing kind of thing. And then we did the vert hook again and, uh, ended it. So the structure is hella creative, man. And it just, it just came so organically, man, just off the vibes. Yeah. And, um, he's a hella humble dude, bro. You know, we were just sitting there cutting up, you know, chopping it up and, uh, he's just, he's just definitely a cool cat. You know, shout out to the whole, shout out WAP, the whole 1738, you know. That's a big fact. Yeah, RGF in the building all day. That's what's up, man. So yeah. now you 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 sparked a question in my mind because you, you talked about approaching a record, right? So how do you typically approach records? First, for me, like when I write music, sometimes like I'll have a melody in my head that I want to like, you know, I want to flow to and then I kind of just go off there. But the easiest way for me to write is when I have the topic I want to talk about already in my head, you know what I'm saying? Because there right. I could tap into that that mind frame or thought or uh, experience I had personally and then get into detail mode and then just keep, pick a flow I want to go with. So, you know, for you, how do you kind of analyze how you want to approach a record? I mean, as an artist, you already kind of know what mood you're in when you're even getting into the studio, you know what I mean? Or like when you're about to cut a record. I know what kind of beats I'm looking for. I know what kind of vibes I'm going for. And then once I find that beat or that vibe, I usually just go in with that emotion and I look for the cadence, the melody first. And I'll just, I'll just be freestyling cadences and melodies and 
kind of knowing which direction I'm already going towards. And once I get a, like a solid cadence or, or some solid bars, I'll just kind of go off of that. You know what I mean? And I kind of really try to be creative with what I do. Cause I feel like a lot of cats nowadays, they just will freestyle and just throw whatever out. You know, they're not really trying to structure their bars. They're not really trying to do any different melodies or cadences and stuff like that. So I really try to take pride in that. And I try to really go in with my cadences and my melodies and I start writing first with my melodies and then you know I'll put the I'll put the words I'll put the words to them and stuff like that. But the emotion is is everything to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You feel that that's what you feel on these records. So you know I'm really big with that. Um but yeah man I mean that's key to me is first is starting with getting that melody getting that cadence. But that's how I definitely approach the record that I know. Because if I'm in a if I'm going through something I'm gonna look for those type of beats that complement that emotion. You know what I mean? If I'm in the mood to be lit, I'm 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 looking for those beats to complement how I'm feeling at that time. So I really kind of gotta it's just all one whole organic movement when I'm in the studio. You know what I mean? I it's it's hard. I can't I can't go into a studio if I'm going through something with my girl or going through something with a female and I'm down or something like that, I can't go into the studio and just do an up down type of club record with Fetty. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna be in that making like Heartbreak records, you know what I'm saying? Right, I mean, right, like right, right. raw, raw wave. So yeah. it really, you really just know what type of emotion you're looking for. Plus, music is your outlet. Music is an outlet for me. You know, it's it's a way to express myself. So it's like my journal. You know what I mean? So like how I'm feeling is how I'm writing. There's no faking it. You know, so that's how I um, that's how I write. It's kind of like what Roddy Rich said recently. He goes, the reason I ain't put out a lot of music is because he's like, I can't fake it. He's like, I got to go through things. I got to have experiences. Because, you know, Roddy Rich didn't put out any music last year at all. Right. And that's why, and, and during, and that's what he said during the interview. He's like, I got to go through things. I got to experience things. I got to, you know, so it be more real. And I felt that because I'm the same way. You know what I mean? I would, I, I commend ghostwriters and mm. art that go into, the, go into the studio every day, no matter what they're personally going through. They go in that studio and sit down with Lady Gaga and write the dopest pop record, even though they could be going through a dark time in life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I commend those type of artists because that takes a lot as an artist, you know, because coming from me, I got to go through. I got to I just can't do that. I'm if I'm down, I'm writing. I'm writing down records. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just me personally. Me personally. I don't I'm, I'm not, I can't speak on anybody else. But yeah, man. Now that's so. an inter- that's an interesting point, man. I like that. I mean, like you say, it has to be organic, and obviously, with the work that you're putting out, you know, that's obviously the best decision you could make. You know what I'm saying? So, but you did you did touch on uh, on how uh, people are freestyling on these records and just just putting stuff out there. But a lot of yeah. times with the music that I'm hearing nowadays, a lot of them sound like that. You know, that are out, that are popping. So, what's your takeaway yeah. on people that don't take the approach you take? But take the like the freestyle and I'll just put anything on wax. And I guess they have the outlet to be an artist right at their fingertips and put it out and the shit just pops off. Like, what's your takeaway on that as far as how people are appreciating music nowadays? Because back in our days, you know, everybody wanted the, the lyrics, they wanted the substance and all of that. And now they just kind of throwing shit on the wall and it's sticking. Man, honestly, but that's here today, gone tomorrow. You got you got people like uh, for example, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa did kind of the same route I'm going, and and he built a core fan base. He'll sell out shows right now. You know what I mean? Compared to an artist that just kind of came and gone. You know what I mean? Did the trendy rap, did the trendy flow, and was popping real quick, and is gone, and didn't really build that core fan base. That's what separates those two, and that's what separates the longevity that each of those artists have. 
You know what I mean? And I think if you take the time, build your core fan base, really put out music to your uh, people that support you and fuck with you, I think you'll last a lot longer than doing the trendy freestyles and just throwing shit out the stick. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's just my opinion. I mean, there's people out there that, that did the trendy rap and they're still around, but majority of them mm. really took the time and built their core fan base. You know what I mean? I look at ICP. You know, ICP is an underground group and man, they're like, they're, they're treated like a cult. They right. took the time and, and built that fan base and, and still have their own sound. You know, look at SPM, you know, mm -hmm. South Park Mexican. He, he's super underground, but took that time and built his core fan base. And these are artists that that millions of people love that probably not a lot of people, you know, really hear of and stuff like that. And they built these core fan bases and they're huge. You know, um, there's a lot of them. And there's a lot of big artists that were here today and gone tomorrow, mm -hmm. you know, and they did the Trinity rap. So it really all depends, man. It really all depends how you approach your craft. And at the end of the day, how you want to be portrayed and how you how far you want to go. You know, mm -hmm. me, nice. I, um, nice. no, it's just me. I, I try to, I try to really every day. I try to better my craft. I, you know, I'm in the studio. I engineer myself. I mix mm -hmm. myself. I write all my own lyrics. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I'll rent out the studio and I, I don't want the engineer. I, I engineer my own session. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I'll give credit to the justice league, man. They, they taught me how to be a monster in the studio. They taught me how to be a monster and taught me how to be a great artist. And that's what I, you know, I thank them for that to this day, you know, so, for sure. Hell yeah, nah, shout out to the Justice League for that. So, um, so now this, now, now coming back to this grind of ours, that's like very tedious, you know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of man hours, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, you know what I'm saying? And all of that, you know, but at the same time, it doesn't really reward us in the beginning, right? So... <laughs> We have to do things to maintain our, uh, you know, existence, our living situation and stuff like that. So how do you balance, you know what I'm saying, pursuing this dream but still getting paid? And this is, and I, and I know you're probably getting paid from it now, but I mean, like, in the beginning when you wasn't, you know what I'm saying? What, you know, what things did man, you have to do? Did you have to get the job? You had to trap? Like, how, what was your situation like? Man, you got to get it any way possible, especially, especially when you don't have a job. And you and you're and you're focused fully on the dream and balancing the dream and reality is the hardest thing in life for any artist, because you could marketing is so expensive. Marketing is key too. you know what I mean? And it's not cheap. It's not cheap. And you have to have a you know, you have to have a bag or an investor. And I, I never had any investors. I never had no bag behind me, period. <clears throat> even when I was even when I was with the Justice League. I, you know what I mean? I had to, I, I did everything on my own and I commend a lot of artists that do that, but it's hard, man. It's really hard. You gotta, you know, I did whatever I could, my brother, you know what I mean? I, uh, I had a lot of, I felt all the same emotions. Every artist I've wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. I've, you know, I've, yeah, I've had all the emotions. I just never gave up, you know? And, uh, I definitely don't think, you know, if you got a job, man, Keep working your job and chasing the dream. You don't got to get out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to risk it all. And if you've been doing what you've been doing and it's been working for you, then hey, if it ain't broke, don't break it. But, you know, just don't give up. Don't give up. That's one thing I never did. I just never gave up, bro. And I'm still going hard. Right. But, yeah, I mean, you just got to, you know, the cookie crumbles many ways, my friend. You just got to figure out how to get the bread. And so... Yeah. Hey, man, shit, you preaching to the choir, man. I'm all about not giving up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been on this journey for quite a long time, and I've been it. I'm proud of you, myself. 
Yeah, that reinvent. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you, man. Because you see me when in the mud. You know what I'm saying? So bro, it's like straight out the mud, straight out the mud down here in Tampa, bro. <laughs> Word. I've, I've like- watched you go through many levels, many levels, you know, and journeys. You're one, bro. You you showed a lot of people. Hey, this is what consistency is key. It's what it gets you. You know what I mean? Now look at you, my brother. You're killing it right now. Killing it. Thank you for that, man. That means that, that shit like that just made me want to keep going, man. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, you know, I suffer, I suffer from those feelings that every artist has, like fucking wanting to give up or people feeling yeah. this or why that many people liking this and all that. Like, but I just really trained myself to have that thick skin and not really give a fuck about anything other than what I wanted and my purpose for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's kind of what keeps me going. But stuff like what you just said to me is like icing on the cake for me. You know what I mean? Because that, you know what I'm saying? Because you witness it. Like, you're more than just the outsider. Like, you see me come up. You see me partying. You see me down. Like, all of that. You know what I mean? So that's what's up. I appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm all about, like, not giving up and reinventing myself and just, you know, doing what I can to, you know, put what I'm contributing to the world in front of the world, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's how I'm coming at it. You know what I mean? So now- so Stay tell on their night, baby. <laughs> it ain't overnight, daddy. It ain't overnight, just, Hey, No, sir. You Shit. know Rome wasn't built overnight, baby. You know Rome wasn't built overnight. And I got to keep telling myself that. You know what I'm saying? I got to yeah. keep telling myself that every day, man. Because every day I wake up, just the fact that I woke up was like a blessing. Like, okay, I'm here for a reason. So let's get, let's get to it. You know what no, I mean? You can't way too far. You can't way too far. Let me ask you a question. So now, now that you got a little man, you know, you got your son and all of that, you know, if he wanted to pursue a career in music, would you, is that something you see for him or did you do you want to take other routes? Because you know the, the grind that it takes to get where we at. You know what I'm saying? You know, I would support him in any decision he makes. Would I try to recommend better decisions? For sure. You know, um, but hey, if he loves it like I did, I genuinely love music before I even thought about a dollar, before I thought about a clout, before I thought about a fame, a like, a picture, any of that. I just, I was in, I was in my garage with a, you know what I mean? I told you a karaoke machine, like, you know, just straight passion, straight love. And if he loved it like that, who am I to take that from him? You know what I mean? It's a dirty game. You know, the streets, the street dope game and the rap game, it ain't too much different, bro. Right. To be honest with you. And, uh, would I like him, you know, be more like a play the piano, play the guitar, go ahead and do that all day. Be a, be a doctor or a lawyer, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a recommend, I would, I'm a recommend, keep him in school. I'm a recommend, I'm gonna give him a life that I never had. So he'll make just better decisions than I was, you know, I was able to. Um, But, you know, if he still was like, I want to do music, hey, as long as his grades is good and he's staying focused and, you know, he's doing the right things and I'll let him do that. But, you know, I just, you know how this game is, man. It's a long journey. It's expensive. Long journey. It's a dark sure. game, you know. Show sure. so, but yeah, he's a he's a smart kid, man. I think we lost Prime. Gordon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we back. You know, he, we had a little technical difficulties. Phone died, but you know, he got it all charged up. Got that plug in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my brother, what's happening, man? No, 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 it's all good, man. So, what's the, so are you, um, so going forward, you know, now that you said, uh, you know, you, you're gonna have, you, did y'all shoot the video with Fetty yet? Yeah, I did it already. No, no we're, getting, we're getting ready to shoot that in Patterson. 
copy. Okay, so when y'all shoot that and you got that ready, because I'm thinking now since, you know, since you left the Judge Justice League situation recently and you're about to pursue this record on your own, I mean, what do you think it would be beneficial for you to kind of like, I guess not, not, I wouldn't say bridge the gap because y'all already stood together as family, but more so to have them as that quote unquote machine behind you to give you that extra push. So you feel like you're more confident that you'll do better on your own. Man. Um, I, you know, I think Coley, you know, Coley, that's my brother for life. Like I said, so he's going to help me any aspect possible as well on top of that. So it's, it's still all love. I'll still get that support and that love from him. Um, you know, he's, He's hella supportive and happy with my situation and what, what I got going on. You know what I mean? And he's always reaching out if anything I need, you know, he's always there. So, you know, I made it on, I made actually the decision on my own to part ways and to, and to go pursue and to do this. You know, I just felt like I, um, I just wanted a little more control and I wanted to really go hard and, and, uh, you know, my vision was a little different and everything was love. It was no big deal. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but I think, you know, with the proper marketing, with the right budget behind it and, um, be all right, you know, just keep consistency like we were talking about earlier. You just consistently, mm-hmm. you know, chopping at that tree is gonna fall. So, you know, I'm gonna push it in the right, I'm gonna go up, you know, I'm gonna promote LA real heavy, I'm gonna do Florida real heavy. You know, I wanna do up in the tri state area up in Jersey and stuff like that real heavy. So, yeah, man, we got a really good plan for it. We got a great marketing scheme for it. I got some really good people behind it. So, I think it's gonna do really well once we get the video out shot and uh, we put it on Spotify and everything like that you know, we're going to go hard. So that's what's up, man. I'm glad you, you made that decision and had the control that you wanted. Cause you obviously got the vision that how you want to do things. So that's what's up. Exactly. So um, exactly. you know, I, I'm noticing there's a lot of, in this day and age, it's a lot of younger entrepreneurs, you know, coming out of the woodwork, you know, when it comes to younger investors with Robinhood and the stocks and all of that. So have you kind of diversified your portfolio, you know, as far, and what I mean by that is, you know, not just focusing on being an artist, but have other investment in place to kind of, you know, help you maintain this this dream of ours. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's real estate, yeah. stock, stuff like that. Like what kind of investments you got in place outside of music? That's funny you mentioned that. Um, I'm actually getting ready to uh, branch off into real estate. So, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, renovating homes, buying and flipping, mm. um, rentals and stuff like that. So something I've been talking about, something I think I want to do. Yeah, so I'm getting ready to do that. I opened up a couple businesses prior. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like, <coughs> I'm sorry, okay. I had a um, I had a couple companies. I opened up a car shop. I had a car shop for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, pressure washer company for a little bit. I ended up moving to Atlanta and you know pursuing the dream full time and stuff like that. But yeah, real estate's a move for me. I think I'm gonna start trying to do that out in the uh, summertime probably. <coughs> that's what's, that's what's up. <coughs> You all right, man? That, that ain't that. That ain't that. C- it's the that ain't that. It's the Kush, not the COVID. It's okay. the Kush, not the COVID. You know what I'm saying? Just to be clear. Just to be clear. <laughs> nah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. Up, man. Real estate. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, that's what's up, man. I'm actually studying to uh, take my agent's exam out here to become a licensed realtor out here. But I also, uh, my main business is I raise capital for entrepreneurs as well. So I deal with a lot of hard money lenders and real estate developers and kind of just find them clients and make commissions that way. You know, a little bit in the medical field as well. But I was going to (laughs) basically offer that to you where, you know, with these fix and flips, you know, we do loans for that as well. You know what I'm saying? I got hard money lenders that could provide, you know, loans depending on, you know, the size of the property you're trying to deal or properties you're trying to deal with. 
we can have that conversation online, but it's good definitely. to know that you're we definitely in that direction as well. So I'm definitely yeah, man. You gotta have you, you can't have all your eggs in one basket. You gotta have more than one. And that's a fact, and that's what I wanted to get at, you know, just to see if you had all your eggs in one basket. Cause I speak to a lot of artists, like they all in to the point where it ain't nothing else. And you know, some some is working out for and some it ain't. You know, some were weren't like that back then, but when the situation got right where they got the bag and all that, that they could focus on music solely, then they proceeded that way, you know. So I just kind of wanted to see where you were at with it. You know I mean, mean, coming from my end, man, I do, like I said, I am my own financer. I am my own backer. So I got to flip the bread to keep money to be able to put into the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it doesn't grow on trees, bro. You know what I'm saying? So you got to hustle any way possible. So I'm constantly flipping, 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 no matter what aspect it is, you know, investments all across the board, just so I can take some and put it back into the, you know, because I put everything into the music. I don't have no nine to five job. I've never had no nine to five. You know what I mean? This is what I do. Music, 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 flip, 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 music, music. And no matter what it is, man, no matter how you're hustling, open up in businesses, pushing a lawnmower, whatever you're doing, you got to make sure you put something to the side to put into the dream. Because, you know, you know, the hustle is so separately, dog. You know what I'm saying? But the dream is free. So Big facts, man. Hey, you couldn't have ended it off on a much better note, my brother said. Let the people know where they could find this track where they could follow you, where they could seek yeah. out, um, you know, a feature from you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to tell them your price. We'll, we'll do that offline, and then I'll solicit yeah, sure. those services. <laughs> hey, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, man. Prime Music. P-R-I-M-E-M-U-Z-I-K, bro. Everything. All social media. Prime Music. Fetty Wap. Up, Down. Coming out. Spotify. iTunes. That's coming out very soon. Right before spring break. The video's coming soon. You're not going to be able to miss it because it's going to be everywhere. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. Everywhere, my brother. Hey, bro, I'm proud of you, dog. I see Thank you come a long way, man. You're killing it. Stay on it. When I, I'll be in L.A. this weekend. I'm going to be in L.A. Wednesday. I'm tapping in. Oh, Wednesday. Oh, this Wednesday. Oh, perfect. That's perfect time. Let me know. How long you going to be in town for? Yeah, I'm in and out, man. I'll be there for like 24 hours. <laughs> oh, so you coming for like a session or something? Yeah, I'm coming for a quick session and I'll be out. Okay, well, shit, let me know. I'll just pop up in the session and then, you know. Come to the studio. That'd be dope, man, for sure. 100%. Perfect, so. man. Well, yo, thank you for granting me this opportunity, my brother. Like you said, it was long overdue. Glad to see you still doing your thing out there. You know what I'm Likewise. saying? I think, you know what's crazy? I think the last time I saw you, you was with Corleone at the dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's my second home, baby. That's my second I home. <laughs> I didn't want to say, but I was like, the dollhouse. Yeah, he used to stay, sleep up in there, brother. <laughs> yeah, they show me a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, music-wise, music-wise, bro. Music-wise, yeah, music. they show me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what I was going to uh, ask you before we go? Chance. What's up with the homie? Is he still locked up? Free my brother. Yeah, yeah. He's got about, they gave him 12 years, bro. They gave him 12 wow. years. So, man. you know. I'm sorry to yeah. hear that, man. You know, I know yeah, when you got around, he was uh, repping you hard. You know, that was your man and the manager and yeah. all of that. Yeah. That yeah. kind of, did that situation of him getting locked up kind of affect your business in any way? Because I know you was kind of pushing into him, like, talk <laughs> chance. And now that he's gone, we're not oh, going to totally. locked up. Changed, it changed everything, man. It changed everything because I don't homie hop, man. I don't go to different crews and shit. Like, you know, they didn't just scoop up Chance. They scooped up all my dogs. They scooped mm. up everybody in that house. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I, you know, we used to move as a unit. 
You know what I'm saying? We used to you see us, we'd be out everywhere together. And uh and they took him, bro. And it's, it's, I'm just dolo now. You know what I mean? I'll be out, I don't move around with 30 dudes. You might catch me with a couple pretty girls, and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? But mm. like, like man, it, it definitely did, man. You know what I'm saying? Um we're trying to get them out though. But you know, right now I'm just moving around dolo to the clubs, what promoting marketing and stuff like that. And I just keep my small circle, my small niche. Shout out Angel though. My brother Angel just came home. He did seven. You know, mm-hmm. he he held it down. He ain't say nothing, and you know, and and he's home now. So shout out to my boy Angel Chance. He's got about, you know, he's probably got about eight, nine years left. So Wow, eight, nine years left. I thought he'd been in there for a minute. I thought he had like two or three left. Cause damn, no, I think seven, eight, nine, seven, he's got seven. I'm sorry, he's got seven years left. Seven. seven. Any chance he might come home earlier or something? Yeah, we're trying to, uh, you know, the appeals and stuff like that. But with COVID, man, and the court system's moving real slow right now. So, you know, but we're trying to get him home, man. I, you know, I need my brother out here for sure, man, for sure. So. That's a fact. Well, my prayers go up to him, man. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. And I hope he's doing okay, especially with COVID Thanks. and being that confined amongst a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I could be a bit yeah, worrisome. Man, it's been crazy in there, he's told me, you know. So but yeah. you know, he's Very getting moved crazy. to uh he's getting moved to a level, he's getting moved from a level one federal to uh to a camp. And mm-hmm. it'll be a little more comfortable for him there. So that's what's up, be- man. Well, my prayers go out to him, man. My and team, you know, I'm glad you're doing your thing. Keep Keep grinding, man. I can't wait to see that video with Fetty. We're going to tap in as soon as you touch down out here. Right, That's going to be yes, big, man, because Fetty, Fetty's on the he's on the comeback side, uh, side yeah, of things. He's, he's doing a whole album with, uh, what's Internet Money? They're doing oh, a whole album. Big. That's yeah, they're doing big. a whole album right now. They're doing a whole album. You know, Fetty's got some dope singles circulating up in Jersey right now, up on Hot 97. I think there's a station up there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up there, and he had some new shit on the radio. I was like, damn, man. And they show a lot of love up there to, to, to what, bro? They show a lot of love up in Jersey. So yeah, you know, he a, he a hometown hero, man. You know, just like 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 Victor Cruz. You know what I'm saying? Victor Cruz. I went to high school with him too. He came out of Patterson. Oh, now he played for the Giants. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's a he's a legend. They, 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 quote unquote legends now, living legends. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. Just like yeah. just like you and me are. You know what I'm saying? Where we from? So. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to see you doing your thing. I'm glad to see you still going. And I and I see nothing but. Greatness in your future, King. You know what I'm saying? My but brother. Listen, this has been another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas, my man Prime. You he already told you where to follow him, Matt. Make sure you click the link in the bio, subscribe to the channel, and get yourself some Sleepers for Billionaires merch because we out here with it. Yo, you got that package I sent you, right? Yes, I'm sending you the pictures. I'm sending you the pictures. See, that, you. that was my next question. <laughs> I was like, got you, my got you. We ain't even got to post it. I'll post it. Just send no, it to I'm posting. Post we both posted, baby. We both posted it. And then <laughs> no, I'll see I you in LA on Wednesday. Support, <laughs> I appreciate the support. You have yourself a oh, good love. day, bro. Be safe out there, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate All the love, man. appreciate you having me, G. Thank you, bro. No doubt. No. Yes, sir. All right, G. Yeah. I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a milli every week I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a billy every week I want to be a billionaire, billionaire, I want to be a billionaire Billionaire, I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a billy every week I ain't gonna be a billionaire, I just can't handle business, had too many